Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. And then they're like, <laughs> you mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like, nobody said, oh, you know, here, you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Okay, so let's let's do this. This is the Performance Capture Podcast Season 5. Ah! Amazing. Uh, I would like you to answer, what is your name and where did you grow up? My name is Alex Council and I grew up in South Wales, of all places, in a little place called Llantrisson, hey. just outside Cardiff. Oh, lovely. Oh, love it. Can you say the name of that one more time? That just sounded so delicious <laughs> in my ears. Llantrisson. <laughs> the place it. I grew up, yeah. Llantrisson. You've got to have lots of spittle and kind of things to say Welsh things, but yeah. you seem to be born with it in Wales, so it comes naturally. Can you there speak you Welsh? No. I, I don't I'm, I'm know anybody from so- Wales that can speak it. <laughs> I'm from South Wales. We, we, okay. we tend to be, we're, we're called plastic Welshmen because we're kind of, we, we, we tend to be Welsh, but we can't speak the language, but snippets uh, of it, snippets of it. I see. Okay. <laughs> I see. And uh, Alex, can you tell us and everybody on the podcast uh, what you do, your title and where exactly it is that you work? My current title is Technical Director for the Centre of Creative and Immersive XR at the University of Portsmouth in the UK. But my expertise has been in kind of visual effects and computer graphics. And I've been teaching motion capture and performance capture at the university for 15 years nearly now. That's incredible. And just as you've been teaching it, can you just tell us about your shiny new thing that's at the university that I just, I've been waiting for you to be able to tell us uh, publicly about this for way too long. Well, yeah, we opened in May earlier on. We actually opened on May the 4th on Star Wars Day because we had... Of course you did. Of course. course. Why wouldn't you? It's right there, right? You've got to to do it. There was was an even better reason because we had one of our graduates that was working at ILM on the stagecraft kind of virtual production stage. He was able to come down and kind of give us a bit of a speech for our opening ceremony, which was really nice to show that kind of stage of graduates going from, you know, university mocap stage up to a really big professional mocap stage that was really nice so it tied in lovely to have ilm there on our launch night on may the 4th so it's a brand brand new seven million pound center um i've got to mention our amazing funders which is solent local enterprise partnership who gave us 3.6 million pounds to spend on toys i mean equipment i mean kit (laughs) (laughs) that's how i describe it as well (laughs) it was basically the best shopping spree i've ever been able to go on absolutely (laughs) and a key a key part of that for me was building the performance capture stage that i've always wanted at the university We've been using Vicon for a very long time, since I started in sort of 2004. Found a dusty old system and kind of built up a studio um, from there. But then this was the ultimate. So I was able to go and and, and buy 48 Vantage cameras and set up um, an audio treated kind of quilted stage. So we've now got, yeah, a 10 meter by eight meter by four meter high capture volume. (laughs) <laughs> um, wow. which is just a completely different kettle of fish than we've ever had before. So that the level of mocap we're able to do 
and PCAT were able to do now is just astonishing. So we're, we're, I have to pinch myself every day I walk in that studio and go, <laughs> it really is, it really is mine. It is mine. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. So, so incredible. I, I wanted to ask, as someone who's actually built one of these spaces, because I'm always so in awe whenever I walk into them, like how much you know tech there is and all these things that are happening and going on around me is there any like central thing uh you know that you have to build a space like this around is there anything that you think you know it needs to be x tall or you need to have you know that much literal volume within a certain space or is it more about you know just having solid walls that kind of thing <laughs> within a university it's it's a little bit different because you don't tend to kind of choose the space that you can go into sure. i was i was you lucky that i was lucky this time <laughs> i had a space that i could convert so my job was to maximize the space for the mocap studio and then from that it was it was yeah getting getting a good truss in and getting a good sort of solid volume and maximizing the kind of space that i could so it was, it was kind of like shoving the walls along from other studios and just pushing them a little bit more on the build design. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Without taking just, it over completely with just a mocap studio. But yeah, you it's maximizing. Just keep adding 0.5 centimeters yeah. all the time. Just 0.5, and, just keep nudging it. <laughs> but my, my focus on it was was to get, it was about characters and, and people and performance capture, not necessarily big stunt work and kind of huge amounts of set work. It was very much about bringing characters to life. So that was the focus. Give us enough space to be able to do kind of, you know, good movement and height, but to also get that really, really fine character detail. So yeah, 48 cameras covering a, a volume of 10 by eight will gives us fidelity wow. of mocap I've not seen before. We literally have to do zero cleanup on, on, the, on the capture, which That's means amazing. we can turn stuff around really quickly, which is really important. We don't get bogged down in cleanup. We want to get a really clean character performance out quickly and be able to turn it around. So that was important. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say with that, I, a question comes to mind is that, you know, with the students that are working there, is there an opportunity, do you think, down the road or maybe perhaps you're even looking towards that to actually be producing uh, content um, that could be that shipped out? You know, is that is that a possibility in that space or there could, there, could there be a kind of working mocap stage for people to bring their products uh, and their productions in? We kind of do a bit of everything. So, yeah, if one of the student groups decides they want to kind of create a game, then we'll support that all the way. Um, and, you know, a couple of our student teams have put things onto the PlayStation Store. They've developed PlayStation wow. games and sort of wow. itch.io and gone on to Steam early access. So, yeah, there's, it, it really depends. We get so many different requests for content. It's not something we've planned to say we're going to ship a game. Mm -hmm. I think the closest we've got to that was is with a, a, an ongoing project that's still going at the university called Steena and the Wolf, which is a, a friend of mine, Paul Charisse, is making a film. Um, and we wanted to make a feature length film in the university to sort of use performance capture and you know computer graphics to make it. It's purely animated. And that's kind of gone away and come back. And, and now we're making it completely in Unreal Engine 5. So that's another big drive. That tool is absolutely ready now to do film production in. So wow. it's a really wow. exciting yeah. time to kind of kick that into life again and do that. So mm. there's a million and diff one different things yeah. we're doing. So we're always trying to do something, but never really kind of focused on a game release, but it's not out of the question, not at all. 
I'm just going to quickly go and Google uh, Portsmouth University fees just yeah, to see right. if I can <laughs> How do we get into that? It sounds like amazing, just having a little sandbox in my university where I can That's do mocap so stuff. Great. Hell what, yes. What an opportunity. Yes. And um, at, at the moment, we're looking, uh, we're moving what I do um, and the teaching facilities to move this into the universities and drama schools with the e-learning and the classes that I've been teaching sort of... Um, you know, uh, freelance uh, with our company. Um, and it's mm. really interesting to see what's out there. And I do think that the University of Portsmouth is really ahead of the curve with what you're doing. It's It really is incredible. Um, and I think, mm. you know, as we've talked you. for, you know, over the years, I'm just, I'm so happy that you have your stage now. It's like you grow your little <laughs> baby and you can, you yeah. can do it. Um, I've got to ask, the next question is my favorite question to ask guests is, how did you discover performance capture? How did you become involved in your first project? I'm, I'm excited. I've never asked you this question. So I, I'm here with all ears waiting. Yeah, cool. Well, like I mentioned, I started at the university in 2004. And when I started, um, the School of Creative Technologies where I'd started were actually really forward thinking and were at a, um, in the midst of building a virtual reality cave, like a three-sided VR cube for doing kind of VR development and things like that. And as part of that, there was a, a Vicon um, T-series camera system that was going to be used for tracking. It was tracking kind of, you know, like clusters on glasses for VR. And it wasn't really being used. We found other tracking solutions. So... That was when I decided to commandeer <laughs> the Vicon. It was a six. It was a six camera system, uh, and I decided to commandeer it and take it out of that space and put it into a, another room. Um, and that was when I first reached out to Vicon um, and got some training and started to learn what was called Vicon IQ back then. Um, and that was that was my journey into Vocat. I was hooked. So we could effectively capture a student stood still in a small circle. But again, we could bring characters to life and we could do it. So that was that was where the journey started. And then after that, it was just trying to fight to get more space, more investment for more cameras and that upgrade and just kept that going through the years until, you know, I am where I am now with a 48 Vantage 16 megapixel system. It's just <laughs> where are you going to be going from here? You're going to be like the whole yeah, exactly. expansion you gotta... <laughs> of this. <laughs> well, yeah, now the thing now the thing is to is to just get the content it's just just yeah. we've got the stage we've always wanted so we've got full performance capture capabilities so it's full body and fingers we've got face cams as well and like we've got audio quilting around in the studio so it's not a dead space but there's no reverb in this so the quality of audio we get in the studio is is really nice as well so it's a I've it's a proper pcap stage I've got to jump in and say any student that's listening that has Alex as their teacher is one of the luckiest people in the world. Like this wow. doesn't happen. <laughs> this doesn't happen. Oh, this, the rest of us, not, no, again. No, the rest <laughs> of us get normal. thrown in the deep end and said, put this suit on and go. And you're like, ah. Yeah, I remember constantly asking at my drama school, being like, can we go to like a like a volume and, you know, mocap's are quite a big deal. No, we never got any of this. So, I didn't even yeah, know it existed teacher, at drama school. That's what I mean. No. It's just like, if Alex is your teacher, treasure, treasure Alex. <laughs> very, very, very fortunate position. Yeah, we did a workshop. We did a few workshops last week. Um, one of my ex-students, Sam, Sam Birmingham, he's come back to work with us in the centre. Right. Um, and he was running workshops last week with our performing arts and drama students, and they were getting. So, into are you suit. mixing? You are mixing them now, because I remember we talked before, yeah. and it was a lot of technical side of things. But now you're able to actually get the yeah. other courses onto the stage. That's fantastic. That's now with a bigger stage, it's it's less about 
you know, being restricted by the space, and now people can come in and and do it. And I, I can't remember her name, but one of the one of the students yesterday, we've actually just got an absolutely on point capture of Beyonce's all the single ladies because this <laughs> this student this student just has it absolutely nailed. And Sam Incredible. played back the performance to me after the session yesterday, and it is. It's inc- I can't wait to see what we can do but with that's, it. That's amazing. <laughs> got to get some monsters doing the single ladies dance, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. That's, that's the next step. <laughs> well, yeah. And also what's really great is, you know, I went to the University of Chichester down that way. And what's really mm. interesting is that you could, um, you could use um, the students from physical education in your, in your mocap stage. You could also use dance students. You could also use mm-hmm. the performing arts students. Mm. There's so many people. And there's so much work in motion capture and performance capture now. You know, with the EA sports games, you know, anybody that's on the sports teams, there's so much that yeah. you are providing yeah. the value of that stage. I know it was millions and millions of pounds, but I do think, well, you know, more it's, than that, yeah, definitely. for sure, the opportunities <laughs> that it's going to garner from, yeah. from it. We've always reached out to all the societies within the university as well. One of my ex-students that worked in the studio was Joe Ponsford, and he um, he just went out to all the societies within the university and invited them in to kind of just do some capture. He just wanted to practice and practice. So mm. we had all sorts from right. kind of the, the pole dancing club in the university <laughs> through to the boxing club right, yeah. um, to yeah. the Bangra. We've had so many different things in. So we've got like a huge back catalogue of all this amazing stuff. Most of the time it's used just to practice and get people in and out and, you know, get the students used to meeting new people, suiting them up and getting going. But yeah. The ability, the, the beauty of having a stage in the university is we can really open it up to communities and and people and practitioners that don't normally get a chance because we haven't got that kind of cost barrier in the way. So it's just open doors when we've got time to bring it in Definitely. and just have fun, basically. Definitely. I wanted to ask, um, you know, you you said earlier that you'd been doing, you know, you've been in sort of in this industry for 15 years. And I'm, I'm fascinated by that. You know, this is such a, an incredible, you know, new kind of state of the art studio. Do you think that the kind of growth of this industry is what's maybe led to you being have, you know, you being able like a university being able to, to get the money together for a studio and for a space like this? I'm just kind of interested in how you've seen the industry grow and whether you think that there's a an impact, you know, that that we're getting more university courses that are able to teach things like this because that seems like a really positive step for the industry as a whole. Yeah, with the you know the rise of motion capture and performance capture has just been steady. I think it, you know it, it. I've not seen it wane really. Now with the affordability of systems and you know what you can now do with game engines in real time and you know, all the advances have only made it more accessible. Um, mm. and more available. And I'm seeing more and more universities now opening mocap studios within all sorts of departments, be that through from sports science through to entertainment. It, it, there's just more and more of them out there, which is great to see that, you know, mocap is still on the rise. Um, it's becoming more accessible and with less restrictions because of the technology. It's much more now about the content that we can do with it and not trying to always you know, break through that technology barrier. It's just really simple and easy now to be able to get mocap done. Um, so yeah, it's making people come together with it much more quickly and easily and being able to be creative with it, which is really good. Jasper and I were bantering yesterday because even Cher now has stepped into the mocap stage. Uh, <laughs> yes. She's got a new video and ABBA, you know, okay. oh, and yeah. I went, everybody... I, went and saw, I went and saw the ABBA Voyage thing um, you a couple did. of weeks ago. 
And what yeah, was your what was your opinion on uh, on the mocap? Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Okay. It is really interesting though that you've made that point. Just I do think uh that we have really entered this sort of very creative phase with it, you know, where where it does feel like it's become so much more accessible like you said yeah. where I feel like we're seeing more and more projects that are just like we want to try this in motion capture. You know, I think before it was more of a like, no, no, if we're going to use motion capture or or, some, or performance capture, it's going to have to be really purposeful. You know, there's, there's got to be, you know, it's for a very specific reason. Whereas now I think we're just seeing people really just flexing their muscles a little bit and just being like, what else can we do in this space? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, J James Cameron's got everyone in a swimming pool. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm fascinated yeah. to see how that's all worked out. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that that is like, the craziest use of mocap I've ever seen. That's like another I'm, level. I'm you know, to hear the, to to hear the Kate Winslet <laughs> can now actually hold her breath for like five, six minutes. Yeah, same as Scotty Weaver, <laughs> I think, as well. It's just unbelievable. It's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> um i was gonna the next question i was gonna ask is you know we've talked a lot about um we can hear from your enthusiasm and and i'm and i'm i'm loving how much of a pioneer you are for education in this medium it, it's always it's always Thank inspired you. me and anybody that you know my team are reaching out to with education i'm gonna be sending this episode because i think it's so important um what's your favorite thing about motion capture you know what is what is it what's the favorite thing the range of things just i never know what's going to come through the door i honestly don't know what the next request <laughs> for the job's going to be in the last couple of years i've done a real-time performance with the royal shakespeare company that went out to eighty thousand people in 151 countries and being the single point of failure in that whole performance was pretty scary <laughs> no but, uh, but amazing <laughs> no pressure um i've captured two actors dancing in a green screen studio like they were in a 1990 or early 90s um acid house rave that we then put together for a vr experience <laughs> called in pursuit of repetitive beats and in the past i took one of my ex-students joe up inside the arctic circle to record and work with stunt um the nordic stunt team um with the amazing joe perez who i've now is now a really good friend of mine um, and he's been like a stunt coordinator on The Mandalorian and things. So I just never know what's going to come in through the door by being open and receptive to the work. Um, you know, you just never know. And that's the beauty of it. And it's about people as well, the people that you meet, because it's a very person-centric thing. And I think most people that have come in the volume are now friends on Facebook or on LinkedIn, and we're still keeping contact and still exchange messages. So, yeah, those two things, surprise and the people. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, the community is amazing, definitely. Yeah. Um, so we've already, I think we've already covered the next one, which is an experience that you've enjoyed on the motion capture stage. Have you got any, like we like in this part to hear if there's any really funny stories and things that have gone, <laughs> gone <laughs> maybe well, gone right or gone wrong, you know, whatever. Again, it's, you know, there's always that dynamic with the students, but that the, my favorite thing was when we captured one of our students' dogs, um, which was Storm the Husky. <laughs> Um, yeah, and our oh, student came in. The, yes. the students were making a game that had a dog within the game, and they were like, "I want to motion capture my dog for the for the game." And I was like, "Okay," oh. and I'd never done that, so I had to reach out and I had to learn dog anatomy. And we, their neighbour made a spandex suit for the for the dog. There's, a, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a that video. Must the warmest husky. <laughs> oh, bless her. She was sort of. We we didn't keep her in the suit for long. There's a there's a video okay. on YouTube. That, 
if you if you put like <laughs> university pods for dog motion capture and into we'll make YouTube, sure we enter it, this to the comments of this episode <laughs> yeah definitely put this below yep, for sure. there's a there's a full video kind of 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 storm in a suit and photographs and some of the data afterwards and then i shared that data out um it's on a google drive anyone can download it and, and play with it and i think we're up to about 300 kind of shares on that now it's been <laughs> lots of different people um, well, it might blow up after people. this episode. Storm might be. <laughs> yeah, Storm might be, be the new the, mascot. The share request emails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we, you know, we're coming to the end of this episode a little bit, but I, I want you to um, just give us advice about other people listening that want to get into performance capture, perhaps in a position that you are in. You know, maybe some advice that you might give to other educators that are thinking, oh, do we need motion capture at our school? Like is this useful to the technical side of students studying theater is this important to actors obviously we know how important i feel it is for actors to learn this stuff but what do you what do you think um you know what would your advice be to other people in perhaps a similar position to you um in employment so for the, for the actors that want to get into it is is ask just keep asking and, and reaching out to studios out there because we've given We've given that first experience of being in a suit to many, many budding actors that it's been amazing to sort of see, you know, you had Ace on your podcast last season yeah. and Ace was one of those people. We saw a video he posted on LinkedIn with doing his creature transformation. Mm -hmm. I just messaged him and said, come to the studio. And that was his first gig in, in a full mocap suit. And wow. to see him now at Creature Bionics is amazing. So, yeah, ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. And you, you never know when you're going to get that that first opportunity just to kind of kind of break ground and, and be in a mocap suit. And for people that are in universities and want to do this, um, for anywhere really, is um, my motto is always, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. So just go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might get into a bit of trouble, but if it benefits the organization, benefits the students, then you'll get the positive response that you want. You've just got to be driven. <laughs> You saying that, that's actually how my father trained me. Yep. <laughs> that's a motto yeah. that he Brilliant. used he uses can, to this can day. I ask, can I ask really quickly as well, just uh and this doesn't have to be super detailed, but it, uh, like what are the sort of breakdowns of like different roles of people behind you know the camera so to speak just because i think if for anyone who's listening who's maybe thinking that they love this technology and everything is there any particular roles that people might maybe get into at like sort of more of an entry-level job you know if they were to email someone and say hey could i do this or you know i've got some experience with x what would be maybe some good skills and then maybe a couple jobs that might be a sort of good first thing to do if they weren't actors but wanted to get into performance capture in another way and also to add to that the specific courses that you do for your department yeah definitely. okay um we don't do a predominant motion capture course but the ones that naturally come together with it are our games and our visual effects courses but now our drama and performance courses are getting involved really heavily um our fashion school absolutely wow. adore because they're now doing kind of they're designing garments using Marvelous Designer and Clothe 3D. So they want digital influencers made. So the beauty at the moment is there's so many crossovers. But for those specific roles within a mocap studio, they're the ones that you kind of, you know, you need to get hands on with, like your, your operators. So whether you're on trigger, whether you're, you know, you're starting and stopping the captures, whether you're monitoring face cams or whether you're monitoring audio on a stage, 
you know, camera people now can get in and be shooting reference camera on the side of a stage. You need camera operators, sound operators. Right. There's, there's so many roles crossing over now. It's not just mocap people that sit there and kind of press the buttons in the software. There's a whole team of people on a stage that come together, like stage managers and movement directors, animation directors. And it's really about knowing what you want to do. But if you want to get into the tech side of it, then you need to get some hands-on experience. Now, I've been teaching um, for years a module that teaches how to clean up motion capture and deliver it and what to do with it afterwards. And I'm actually having to hand the baton on this year. I will no longer be teaching trekking and clean up. Um, I'm handing the baton. I'm just too. I'm just too busy in my new role with the new studios. I just haven't That's got great. the time to do the teaching. But we'll still be doing lots of hands-on teaching and workshops within the studio. And yeah, again, again, ask, get involved. Can I spend five minutes sitting there, seeing how the software works? Um, tutorials online. Tracking is the the, the entry level job. It will be a, a mocap tracker using Vicon software or you know other software to kind of clean up mocap data. And then you'll progress on from there to you know retargeting data to other characters, or maybe if you're an animator with and you've got aspirations, you've got opportunities to become a motion editor and be able to edit that motion and polish to final for the characters. But yeah, it, it, it's a tricky one because there's so many roles now. But that's the other really good opportunity is there's no, so I many think, opportunities yeah. for people to come into a studio. Like I said, now we need camera people to come into the studio. Um, whereas before, you know, we wouldn't have had that. It's all quite a techie process, but now we've got reference camera operators and, and things like that for VCAMs, virtual cameras that we can bring in. So lots of crossovers. Amazing. That's great. I think it's just really positive to hear that there are those roles because I think if you're someone who's outside of it, it's hard to know whether, oh, I'm a camera operator and I'd love to do something with uh, performance capture, but what would I do? You know, I think it's just even great just to hear someone like you say that those, you know, there is that crossover. So that's, that's really and the, good. The latest development has obviously been with virtual production stages. You know, there's lots of tracking going on on a virtual production stage. There's lots of opportunities out there now for people to look after tracking for cameras on stages. So, you know, there's so many crossovers. This is what's really nice about it. Really cool yeah, about it. Right. So cool. And the final question is, how can we find you? Like, where are the socials Ooh. for the University of Portsmouth and you in particular? Like, how can people follow your career and the university? Well, I'm particularly bad at updating my social media pages. So <laughs> probably not best to follow me personally, but we've got pages and things like that. I can share all the links. Um, but yeah, we've got page for the CCIXR Centre. Um, and we will be doing more and more on socials as we're going. We're always posting the different projects that we're doing. So yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, but I'm kind of like once in a blue moon that I post something, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a different generation. I just keep forgetting to keep we'll my social you. profile. Do you, know what, up, do you but... know what the socials are for the university? Don't worry if not. Off the top it. of my head, I can't remember exactly what they are, but we have let got me, the let C me CCI, CCIXR. <laughs> That's the one on LinkedIn that I know it will be a good one, at CCIXR. Okay, or Uniport, right. sorry, <laughs> this is how bad I am. <laughs> At Uniport CCIXR. Uniport awesome. CCIXR. That's okay, our Instagram, well, we'll and then you'll find CCIXR on LinkedIn as I well. I found cool. it. Yeah, Uniport CCIXR. Perfect. That's it. Get All it. right. Amazing. Follow. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Alex. We are just so pleased to have you here, and thank you for your service to this industry you are you know giving so many opportunities to so many people and um i thank you so much thank you for having me it's been a privilege thank you very much this podcast is sponsored by vicon 
the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products for the life science, entertainment and engineering industries. Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with the highest accuracy. Valkyrie is a brand new hero camera range, which includes a 26MP model and high-speed capture mode at up to 2000 FPS. When combined with the powerful bespoke new Very Focal lens, Vicon Valkyrie delivers a greater fidelity in human motion capture and unlocks an unmatched capture quality. Valkyrie is designed to work with Vicon's Shogun VFX software, enabling digital artists to visualize realistic characters and scenes while saving time in post-production. Shogun now includes custom-developed virtual production tools to power your next-level project. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Are you looking to work as an actor in video games and performance capture? The Performance Capture Podcast is also brought to you by Book VOP Cap, an online educational community set up by the Performance Capture Podcast host and founder, Victoria Atkin, which provides educational courses on how to work as a professional actor in the performance capture industry. Visit www.bookvopcap.com to find out more and follow us on social media. Ditch the day job.